1: My name is Naja Parker and welcome to HBCU Journeys, a special edition podcast series brought to you by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. In this 10-part series, our team of reporters, Rosalind Bentley, Eric Sturgis, and Ernie Suggs dig into the heart of what makes an HBCU experience so unique through candid interviews with the people who enjoy them the most. In this episode, we chat with Tiffany Green, a Spelman College graduate. The number one HBCU in the country, which is the school that I graduated from in 2012. For me, graduating was the most important day of my life, and it was a joyous occasion for me. But Tiffany's story is a little bit different. Can you talk to us, Ernie, more about it? So where'd you go to school again? Spelman College. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much.
0: And last week I talked about North Carolina Central University, so, you know. But, yes, the, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast series was because of a photograph that we saw of Tiffany taken in 2014, of her graduating from Spelman College in 2014. So, I, in my looking at this photograph, I saw something in the photograph that I thought meant something. But when I talked to her, I learned that it meant something different. So, I think it's, it's one of these fascinating kind of stories about a picture's worth a thousand words. Uh, when you look at the photograph, and we'll post a photograph on our website... But it was a very fascinating um, discussion about just how college is not the same for everybody. And sometimes college can be difficult. And you went to Spelman. Spelman is a very um, competitive college. Uh, All the women there are brilliant. Um, So she kind of talked about just her journey through Spelman College and what that meant to her and how that how her journey may have been different from other people's journeys. What was your journey like there?
1: My journey for my entire four years there was absolutely incredible. I wouldn't trade a minute of it. But Tiffany, there are some things that, you know, help make her experience different from mine, just just like you said. So I'm really interested in hearing more about the experiences from her family life, the experiences from her school life that just helped shape her four years there. Yeah.
0: yeah, she has a very fascinating story. I think you guys are going to enjoy this episode.
2: Let's dig in. Hello, my name is Tiffany Green. Um, I'm a Spelman College graduate from the class of 2014.
0: 2014, Yes. okay, all right, so you're a new graduate. Yes. Relatively new, okay. <laughs> totally new. So uh, the reason we brought you here, I wanted to show you this photograph, and this is a <laughs> photograph of you, but I want you to tell me <laughs> What you think of this? What when you look at that photograph? What do you what do you what goes through your mind?
2: Yeah, um, I always wince when I look at this. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me let, let me tell the readers first. Okay, first of sure. all, this
0: is a 2014 photograph of Tiffany. When she graduated from Spelman College, it was taken by one of our photographers, Curtis Compton. And we'll put it on our website so everyone can see it. But I think it's a beautiful photograph. But you wince at it when you see the photograph.
2: Why? I do. Um, well, one, I'm doing the ugly cry. <laughs> so it's not very flattering. Um, but in addition, the photo is kind of it's – it's. I was actually sad in the photograph. And as soon as I see it, I immediately go back to the place that I was and okay. what I was feeling when okay. the photograph was taken. So, so
0: you – and hopefully we won't get into any deep psychological <laughs> stuff but you said you were you're get for the for the listeners here she's getting her diploma she's graduating from Spelman College but you said and you're crying mm-hmm. but you said you're sad yeah and i always interpret it. and i guess a photo a picture can take a or what was it? a picture can take a thousand words i look at it as you're happy mm-hmm. but you're seeing it as you're sad and you said you were sad why uh, were you sad in the photo
2: um you know i I was sad, and I was also feeling like a sense of loss, and it was because I had a really hard journey um, okay. throughout school, and, you know, the in the actual diploma that I'm clinging to my chest, it's a diploma cover, but it didn't have a diploma inside of it. Someone <laughs> actually hands out diploma on graduation day, and okay. I didn't get my diploma that day, okay. um, although I was able to participate in commencement, um, and so I just had a really long, hard journey throughout school, and... Being able to walk across the stage was a victory for me, but it was also just, you know, the end of a really hard journey. And okay. it actually wasn't the end of a really hard journey. Well, this, this,
0: this is interesting because I brought you in here because I <laughs> yeah. thought this was going to be something, but it's yeah, already yeah. turning out to be something different. Sure. So tell me about what, tell me, first of all, tell me where you're from mm-hmm. and how you ended up at Spelman. Sure. And how that difficult journey happened.
2: Sure, sure. Um, I'm, I Spent the years before I went to Spelman in Indiana. I don't necessarily consider myself to be from there. Um, But I ended up going to Spelman after visiting some family in Atlanta and seeing the campus, and I really did fall in love with it as soon as I saw it. And Spelman, if you've ever had a chance to walk around the campus, is – super beautiful campus and Uh it has just this really calm peaceful spirit um and i feel like it has this rich history that you can fill while you're there um so i fell in love with it i applied i was lucky enough to get in the decision to go there was actually kind of last minute even though i wanted to attend just because everyone in my family had gone to a different school Okay. (laughs) so it's Uh a lot of pressure to go to another school um but i ultimately ended up deciding to go there um but you know when i got to college i came with like a lot of baggage from growing up and stuff and so I didn't really know like that I had a lot of emotional baggage to deal with when I got to school but that definitely in fact impacted my experience particularly okay. through school. Okay. Um, so that's you know I mean on the onset as soon as I started school I started to experience a lot of anxiety which made it difficult to focus uh-huh. and study and to be as, as successful as I wanted to be in school um, and I didn't really know how to deal with it and then Halfway through my college experience, my parents divorced, and it was just kind of the bookend to a really tumultuous marriage, and that also had a massive impact on my experience in Uh school. Uh Um, So, you know, I came in with this identity being very bookish, and a a lot of my identity being wrapped up in my performance in school, and yeah, I struggled to perform on the level that I wanted to throughout Uh school because of different things that I was doing. You struggled to
0: perform at Spelman? I
2: did. Okay. Okay. I, I mean I just struggled like on a practical day to day level uh-huh. focusing and uh-huh. tuning in and um you know it wasn't until kind of late in my experience that I kind of got help okay um, okay to yeah to, the, you know just counseling and help that I needed to okay. um be able to kind of deal with some other stuff so that I could tune into my studies and be the student that I wanted. So
0: to did me. you did you were you, your experience at Spellman? Was it not a good experience because of your personal stuff that you were dealing with?
2: No, I, it's the opposite. I mean, I think that the stuff that I was dealing with, I was going to deal with no matter where I was. Okay. But I, I'm i extremely grateful that I was at Spelman because, um, you know, I think what makes an HBCU experience so unique is that. I, uh, the campus is kind of like a family. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I kind of feel like like the cafeteria workers are your mom, and you know your uh-huh. teachers are auntie. And the like we have shuttle buses and shuttle bus drivers like your uncle. And there's this sense of community. People are very invested in the students that go there. It's not you're not just a number. You're not just you know a, a one of many in a big institution. There's a sense of community, um, and I'm extremely grateful that I was there because I think that. I had a sense of support that I may not have had if uh-huh. I was at another school mm. trying to maneuver.
0: Uh-huh. And you, as I said, I, I didn't know this conversation was going to go. But did you feel, a, did, did people on campus know what you were going through? And did you feel embraced by that?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of struggled in silence for a, uh, the beginning of my experience before I kind of got help and... Uh-huh. Um, I had an experience where I studied abroad for a semester, and that's kind of when I bottomed out. Because up until that point, I hadn't really processed Uh a lot of the stuff that was going on um, with my family and different things. Um, And, you know, that was also actually a blessing. One, Spellman is a huge proponent of studying abroad, which Uh is amazing. Where did you go? I uh, studied abroad at Queen Mary University of London. Okay, okay. So it was in the U.K., uh-huh. um, and it was a phenomenal experience. It just happened to coincide <laughs> with me, and I think it was partially because I was away. I just kind of had to deal with a lot of things, and so I, I had the space to kind of process things okay. that were going on. And so it was at once a phenomenal experience to you know, be in the U.K. and get to experience a different culture and travel throughout Europe, and it was also <laughs> kind of uh, this really odd emotional time when uh, um, I really struggled and um, kind of had to recover even coming back to campus from the time that I spent abroad.
0: And I, I imagine that, um, you know, your, your family is one place, and you're at Spelman, mm-hmm. then you go on to England. Yeah. So you're like twice removed from everything. So yeah. you, are you feeling isolated there, or are you just feeling
2: well, alone no. a little bit, or? No, um, it was... It was more so an opportunity. I mean, I think it was because I was way that I was able to process things that were going on uh-huh. um, since I was so far removed. Uh-huh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. So what was the experience like coming back to Spelman from uh, from England?
2: Um, that was the semester that I kind of sought counseling on campus okay. and assistance because I really recognized that I needed help okay. and I got it. Okay. Um, so what did you uh, major? Did you tell me what you major? <laughs> yes, I majored in political science.
0: Okay. What do you do now? What are you doing
2: now? Right now, I'm actually working in commercial estate and property management. Okay. okay.
0: Yeah. So are you are you at a better place now?
2: I am. Um, and part of the reason I, you know, it's not a pleasant thing to talk about, but I wanted to bring it up, it's because I don't think my experience is isolated. I think a lot of people struggle in silence in school, and I uh-huh. would hope that they'd feel like just know that that's that they're not alone in feeling that, and I think also that college is such a boilerplate experience. it uh-huh. can be very <laughs> intense, and you can feel like um you can feel like what's going on there is gonna dictate the rest of your life and uh-huh. it can be very high pressured and just to know that like no, like your whatever happens in college does not dictate the rest of your life sure, and sure. um yeah, and also for people to feel free to get help if they're struggling in any area uh-huh. and to, you know, know that there's resources available to them.
0: Uh-huh. I, re- I mean, I really appreciate you coming and talking about that. I mean, I, as I said, I'm telling all my listeners I had no idea that this <laughs> is where this conversation was going to go, but I appreciate you coming and telling your story. Um, do you feel that you had, you, su- you said you suffered in silence and you don't want other people to suffer in silence. What could you have done differently? Or could you have done anything differently?
2: Well, I think that when you struggle things, it can you have a sense of shame. Like when I wasn't didn't feel like I was performing on the level I was, I just kind of buckled down and was like, Okay, Tiffany, you gotta do this, you gotta do better instead of recognizing that there was something going on that was bigger than um just a discipline issue or something and I needed to get help. So I think um I would just seek out help earlier and not feel ashamed of going and asking for help and saying, Hey, I'm really struggling. Um, and also, you know, I, I didn't want to talk to professors and say, I'm really – I'm dealing with things and I'm mm-hmm. having a hard time.
0: And mostly dealing with just family things, yeah. things at home. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, I would have I would have sought out help earlier and not been ashamed of needing help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, I guess that shame part is probably something that um, prevents a lot of people from seeking help mm-hmm. and from, you know, feeling that they can talk to people. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. hopefully – People listening to this will, will, will get that help or seek that out that they want that they need.
2: Absolutely, and I also like beyond just family issues. I think, as I was saying previously, I think college is such a high pressured atmosphere, uh-huh. and I I say that, and I think Spellman in particular, um, because it's very competitive, and because there's so many girls who are so excellent, and they push you to be your best self, uh-huh. um, which is what makes it the school so fantastic sure, yeah. can also lead to like you know um a lot of stress and pressure and I think people need to recognize that once again that school does not dictate the rest of your life and to have fun and to enjoy yourself and not to um <laughs> and not to get too caught up in what's going on and recognize that you always kind of have a chance to reinvent yourself. was
0: Spellman the when you were there was Spellman the right place for you
2: Yes. It was. It, it uh-huh. was. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. okay. <laughs> no regrets or anything.
2: No, no, uh-huh. not at all. Um, as I, I, I Spelman um, has really set me. And I think this is something HBCUs do, but Spellman in particular. Coming in, I came from a high school where I was one of two black people. One of two? Yeah, in high school. Wow, It was a small high school, but still in— And this is in Indiana. In Indiana. Uh And so much of my identity was wrapped up in being a black woman. Not so much because that's who I wanted to be, but because that's how people perceived me. So Uh I was a black girl. Um, And Spellman kind of afforded me the first opportunity to be something other than that. I mean— Everyone is a girl (laughs) Uh and the majority of the students are black. So being a black woman wasn't enough there. And I had to ask myself who I was as an individual. And that's a gift just to be in a space where you get to explore who you are and you're not defined by other factors. And also just to have to be infused with a sense of your own history and culture and to kind Uh of get those roots um, I stand on that today. So uh-huh. no, I'm extraordinarily grateful that I went there. And uh-huh. actually, I have a little sister who's there right now, and another sister oh, really? who's applying to oh, go. Wow, okay. So yeah, no, uh-huh. I, I loved my Spelman experience. Despite the difficult journey of it, I'm uh-huh. grateful that I went there. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm a huge proponent of HPC use and Spelman uh-huh. in particular.
1: The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluesteak, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut, are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.
0: Is it important for you, was it important for you to have your sister go there, follow your footsteps there?
2: It was, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. What year is she? She, good question. <laughs> guess she'll be class of 2020. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: okay. Do you see her a lot? Does she live with you? or?
2: No, no. She lives on campus. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: And uh, she came here from Indiana as well?
2: Yes. Okay. Um, okay. My family actually ended up moving here halfway throughout my time in school. Okay, and okay. So, yeah.
0: so you're the first person to go to Spelman? I am. Okay. So yeah. you're creating a legacy, I guess. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I'm yeah. proud of it. Yeah. So, okay. So let's go back to the picture for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Uh, Having achieved all that you achieved to get to this point, tell me again why it made you – why those are tears of sadness.
2: Um, Because at the time, I was not happy with – I I, I just thought I would be in a different place when I graduated school. And, um, yeah, like I said, because my journey was hard, I I was – I had this vision going into school that I was going to graduate with this, you know, with a certain GPA and go on to certain grad school and okay. have a life that let went in a certain direction. And when I graduated, it was clear that that's not exactly the course my life was going to take. And so I was kind of grieving the loss of this idea of where my life was going. Uh-huh. Um, and because it was such a struggle to get there. And I really, you know, I was, like I said, I was very bookish and so much of my identity was wrapped up in being a student. So I didn't, Anticipate struggling to get through school. Uh-huh. Um, it was um, it was it was not a day where I was necessarily rejoicing or celebrating. Okay. okay. Um, so I, I just remember being there and I remember the <laughs> sense of sadness of looking out and recognizing that most people around me were celebrating this moment and that I didn't really feel like I had anything at the time. And when you graduate, you know, people are posting, oh, I got into this grad school, yeah, I have yeah. this job. That's what people do, which is fantastic. That's what you should be doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's not where I was at the time. Okay. Um, so
0: no grad school, no job. No, I, I didn't. I next, was. I did step. not know
2: what my next move was uh-huh. at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what,
0: what What was your next What became, what was that next move?
2: Um, A week
0: after that photo was taken, what were you doing? I,
2: I just kind of fell into... A role that led to the role that I'm in right now, okay. which was at a commercial real estate firm. Okay. Um. Yeah, and it, I mean, it was kind of the grace of God that I kind of landed on my feet in a position that kind of helped me transition between, you know, the world of academia and the world of work. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and also just allowed me to kind of bring it back in, and oh. get my footing, and you know, to set myself up.
0: So what did you, when you went to Spelman, when you came to Spelman as a freshman uh, or graduated from high school, what did you think you would be doing that day after that photo was taken?
2: I thought I'd be going to law school. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So that was
0: the plan to be a lawyer or be a politician or just a lawyer?
2: I was a political science major. I did want to be a politician about halfway through my time in college. I did not want to be a politician any longer, but, and I actually Throughout school, decided that I didn't want to be a lawyer anymore. But going into school, I did have this bullet point plan. Like, I'm going <laughs> to uh-huh. take the L- start studying for the LSAT sophomore year, get into Ivy League, you know, law school. I had a plan, and, uh-huh. yeah, it didn't materialize. Uh-huh.
0: So, okay, so midway, you said you didn't want to be a lawyer anymore. No. Um, so, okay, so even those, let's, let's just say your second, your junior and senior year, mm-hmm. what had your plans changed to?
2: Um, You know, one fantastic program that I was involved in at Spelman is, um, was like our social justice program. Uh Um, And I really realized that that's what my, my desire to go into law was rooted in my passion for social justice issues and a, a desire to impact the criminal justice system. And I just got exposed to other avenues to do that and didn't feel that I had to be a lawyer in order to have an impact on social issues, okay.
1: uh-huh. um,
2: or even to be a politician to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because of my exposure through the program that I was involved in, I I didn't really know where what I wanted to do anymore. But I knew that my dad was a lawyer, and he always told me not to go into law. Okay. And um, I I was involved in a pre law program on campus, and didn't necessarily connect with what I saw. So. I knew I wasn't going to be a lawyer. I just didn't know what direction my career was going to take.
0: Okay, okay. So, I mean, you're, you are seem happy now. You seem to be in a good place. You, you feel like you're in a good place now, career-wise yeah. and personally.
2: Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm at the beginning of my career, and okay. I just feel like right now I'm laying the, the foundations for what's next, and just learning some basic lessons about the <laughs> workplace and how to maneuver, and you know, upping my skill set, and uh-huh. so. The biggest thing is I'm learning. Okay.
0: Um, Has there been anything that uh, you learned at Spelman that you're applying in your life now, personally or professionally or any um,
2: way? I think the biggest thing I got from Spelman in general is a sense of my identity and who I am. I think I stand up taller in the world because I went there. Okay. Um, I, I think that Spelman gives you a sense of your roots and where you come from and you recognize like that you're your experience is not just into yourself that you come from people who paved the way for you and that you're kind of going out in this world to do the same thing for somebody else um, that's you know there's we learn a lot of things in school and I don't know that most people remember the majority uh-huh. the actual you know technical knowledge that they learn but I think the biggest thing that you get from college in general is exposure and you know introductions to new ideas and for me, it, a sense of identity, um, uh-huh. a sense of where I come from, and as a, a rootedness in my community, that, uh-huh. that I definitely like, it changes the way that I maneuver and walk throughout the world.
0: Uh-huh. Are you doing any? I know you have a job now, but are you doing any kind of advocacy work or social justice work or?
2: Not at the moment. Okay. Um. I. That's the direction I kind of want to start getting more involved in. So. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: Okay. Are you still um? Are you active in I know your sister's there? Are you active in the Smelvin community? you go back on campus or are you uh,
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> alumni association you know what? Something? I feel still pretty close to the campus because I didn't graduate too long ago. I always go back for homecoming and stuff, but uh-huh. I think you know I, I would love to kind of be more involved, but i need it I need it to kind of step away before mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. you, you know I just graduated not too long
0: yeah, ago. yeah yeah so. yeah, so good well i'm I'm glad i mean i don't I don't know if you're happy or s- sad that I brought this photo up
2: no it's a it's a great moment that was captured it's uh-huh. it was a good photo um yeah it's it's a moment in time that I'm glad that I can look back on it and see it. Now. did you
0: see it when it was published and I paper? did okay yeah did people did people have the same reaction that a lot of people had that you were celebrating this yeah know, or these are tears of <laughs>
2: One of the, I saw a comment on underneath one of the photos and someone said, oh, look at the tears of pride. And yeah, that, that makes logical sense, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but they were in fact tears of sadness. Oh,
0: uh-huh. yeah. That I mean, I, again, I, <laughs> I brought you here because I thought they were tears of pride and tears yeah. of joy. And it's just interesting that, um, you just never know what's happening in someone's life. Sure. And I think that's, this photo is kind of an illustration of that, that, you know, I, along with, I mean, I, as I think I told you, one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast series was because of this photograph. This photograph kind of wow. spurred our conversations about what life is like at a black college. And what um, we assumed was that you had spent four years at Spelman College and you had graduated and you're walking across the stage. And, you know, all that had just hit you at that last moment that you had, you had made it. And these are tears of, you know, I've made it, I'm a graduate, college graduate, but you're just telling us something that's totally different. And that's, I think that's kind of part of what this series is about. Just kind of these unique journeys that everyone takes going to a a specific college. And I appreciate you telling us your story.
1: My pleasure. Yeah.
0: Anything else that we, you want to mention or anything or?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I mean, I wouldn't say that I, you know, the photo did not capture necessarily pride, but I wouldn't say that I did not experience pride having um, walked across that stage. Yeah, well, you're a college
0: graduate. You're a, you know, Spelman college graduate and you're in the paper. (laughs) Now you're on a podcast, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much for coming on a Friday, a busy Friday, and um, we really appreciate
2: it. My pleasure. Um, I'm Tiffany Green, and this is my HBCU journey. In our next episode, we take a trip to Rust College to meet Carvish
1: Jones. He's a sports journalist who really used his resources on campus to help propel his career forward. My name is Nadia Parker. I'll catch you on the next episode and thank you for listening to HBCU Journeys.